friends. Welcome back to the Follow the Moon podcast. This is your host, Tiffany Rising. I'm so excited that you're here. It is Friday, September 10th at 7.47 a.m. And I woke up with things to say, things on my heart, things on my chest, reflections from Virgo season, cosmic updates, Patreon updates, all of the things. So it's going to be a very free flow episode, really just to connect and to provide some cosmic insight as to what is going on in the planets, things that I've been experiencing, what we can look forward to, things that are coming up, and how we can dive deeper and learn more about the cosmos through the Follow the Moon Patreon. So I just want to take a second. Let's just connect deeply. I think one of my favorite parts about podcasts is that you really get to feel the energy and feel connected to the person on the other side. And that's always my intention. And that's always what I really resonate and connect to when I listen to other people's podcasts. How how engaged are they? How you know, seen, do they make me feel? Do I feel like I'm sitting right across from them having a conversation? What's the structure? What's the flow? And here at Follow the Moon, we follow the moon and we go with the flow of the lunar cycles. And we are about uh, four or five days post Virgo new moon. And wow, was that a powerful, powerful day. Just uh, if we want to reflect back to Monday, whether you were, you know, practicing ritual or ceremony or setting intentions for the new moon or not, just kind of think back to Monday and how you were feeling. There was so much earth energy in the sky. So we had the sun and the moon conjunct at 14 degrees of Virgo initiating that new lunar cycle. And then it made an exact trine to Uranus. Now on the same day, Venus and Jupiter were trine in an air sign. So it made this really mentally stimulating energy with the potential for manifestations and, you know, bringing things into the material world and all of the things that Virgo has to offer. For me, I I conducted a very precise, very pristine, very uh, detail-oriented ritual that started the second that the moon was sextile my natal moon so at 10 degrees and then it moved into its conjunction around 6:51 p.m mountain standard time and i was under the moonlight uh to which there was no light from the moon but there was plenty of light from the grizz show at red rocks and it was just such a beautiful way to kind of let your hair down at least that's how i experienced it virgo can be so precise and so analytical and so rooted in perfection, which is why we love Virgo and Virgo season. But we need to remember that there's there's life outside of getting things done. There's life outside of productivity. And that's kind of where my mind has been at as I navigate Virgo, as I really feel into the energy of the cosmos and the planets. We still have Mars in Virgo. So it was this really action-oriented, really jam-packed day of what are are my goals and how am I going to achieve them and what are the little minute micro steps that I can take? How can I find the magic in the mundane? And that's 
that's the title of this episode. That's the real kind of kicker to Virgo season. I think that that's what this energy offers us is that everything can become a ritual. Everything, every opportunity we have in life can be, you know, seen from two different spectrums, from the light or from the dark, and then anywhere in between. But when we can really put our attention towards ritualizing our routines and finding the magic and finding the beauty in everything, that's when life kind of opens up and it becomes this embodied spiritual practice rather than, you know, something that we have to do. We just have to get through the day. We have to check everything off our, off our list. We have to, you know, pay the bills, do the work, blah, 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 blah. Virgo is like, how do we yes, get things done. How do we be productive? Of course, there are always going to be things on our to-do list. There are always going to be things that we need to do, but can we find magic in it? So some practices that I've been doing, trying to find magic in the most, you know, minute, silly things, right? Brushing my teeth, taking a shower, washing my hands. How do I connect to the ritual aspect of that. So routines are something that we do every day. And I I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast or on my Patreon or maybe just in my own mind. Um, But when we add ritual to it, when we add a sense of intention, that's when the magic opens up. That's when we no longer feel like we have to do something. We actually want to do it. So using a shower for example we can we can get into the shower and just you know go about the routine of it wash our hair wash our face scrub 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 and then be done or we can be a little bit more intentional we can connect to the element of water we can step in i view my shower as a portal every single day what am i releasing and when i open the shower curtain what am i now stepping into How can I let the waters just cleanse over me? And I like to, any of the water signs or anything that's in water in the sky. So for example, Neptune in Pisces, or right now the moon is in Pisces. Sorry, the moon is in Scorpio. (laughs) The moon just moved into Scorpio last night. So on September 10th, we have a Scorpio moon. Venus will be moving into Scorpio, which I'm going to touch on here in a second. But um I I utilize that energy and I say, okay, the moon is in Scorpio. It's recharging. It's replenishing. It's taking us to the depths. How do I connect to that energy through the element of water? Knowing that water holds memory, knowing the elemental properties and, you know, the potency and the power and the magic that water holds, how can I infuse that into my day? And it doesn't need to be you know, this like 45 minute shower, like you can still take your five, 10 minute shower, but do it with intention. You can still wash your hands when preparing dinner, but ask that, you know, any negativity that you're feeling be washed away and be sent down the drain so that when you cook your dinner, your hands are infused with loving light and positive intention and healing energy. So those are some of the reflections that I'm feeling and some of the things that are coming up. And I would love to know, how you're experiencing Virgo season. Are you caught in the perfectionistic, critical aspect, the more shadow side? Do you find yourself writing a million things on your to-do list only to check off a few of them and then feeling 
depleted or defeated that you didn't check off everything? Are you finding yourself very critical of your process, your creativity? So when we go from Leo to Virgo, Leo being the most heart-centered, the most creative, shining our abundant light, and then Virgo coming through and saying, okay, but how do we utilize this practically? That can take some of the magic and some of the potency of free self-expression and put it in this little container and say that you need to be like this. It needs to be like this. And I'm stripping that away and I'm allowing Virgo to be its analytical problem-solving self with the magic of Leo, with the balance of Libra, because we've experienced a lot of Libra energy in the sky. We are officially in Mercury retrograde shadow period. So I just want to kind of plant that and set the tone. Um, Mercury has entered his shadow as of September 6th. So the new moon was a really big day. And Mercury will be in Libra until November. So we have got a lot of opportunity to dive into our relationship dynamic to how we communicate in our relationships. The retrograde dates, I don't have them particularly, but I believe September 18th till around October 10th. It's about three weeks. So, um, and those could be wrong. So don't quote me on that. Again, I was not, I was not prepared to talk about Mercury retrograde, but it just came through. He wanted to, to share that we'll be doing some review. And so as we move into Libra season, we have the, the autumn equinox coming up on September 22nd. I'm so excited for Libra to come for the transition from summer to fall. If you're in Denver right now, we have been experiencing um, a lot of heat, a lot of heat. It was so hot yesterday. It's going to be super hot today. And then we'll start to kind of shift into the more uh, cooler temperatures that Virgo starts to offer us as we transition. But okay, so we're reflecting on the Virgo new moon. We're feeling into the last couple weeks of Virgo season and we're shifting from perfection to finding magic in the mundane finding magic and finding beauty in every opportunity. And Venus, our lovely, lovely goddess Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty and love, the connection to heart and value and pleasure, uh, the way that we find joy, our connection to social endeavors and how we, you know, kind of show up socially. Venus is such a beautiful reminder of our divine feminine. She has been in Libra for the past couple of weeks, about a month, and Venus in Libra, she's at home. She has access to all of her power. She's deeply connected and very loving, very generous, very artistic, and um, very connected to our social group. So you may have been feeling, you know, I really want to go out. I want to socialize. I want to see my friends. I want to develop new connections. Maybe relationships have been on the brain. And today, September 10th, she will move into her detriment. So she will move from Libra, where she's super happy, super content, very loving, very nurturing, that like hopeless romantic vibe, into the depths of Scorpio. And so anytime a sign moves into the opposite of where they are at home. So Libra has domicile or Venus has domicile in Libra and in Taurus. She is a little bit uncomfortable and 
uh, not the happiest when she enters her detriment, which would be the opposite sign, and that is Scorpio, right? In Taurus, she's grounded, she's earthy, she's Garden of Eden, we're relaxing, we're sensualizing, we're just allowing Mother Nature to kind of wash over us and infuse us and embody us when, when Venus is in Taurus. And then Venus moves into Scorpio and the entire vibe changes. The aesthetic changes, the mood changes. She is brought to the depths of what it is to feel love, what it means to feel safe in our relationships, how we cultivate deep, deep trust and intimacy, right? If we think about Scorpio, the fixed water sign, really connected to uh, death and rebirth and the darker side of life, the taboo, the things that we don't really talk about but need to be talked about, Venus is going to bring those aspects out of us from September 10th until October 7th. And I have done an entire episode on my Patreon, the Follow the Planets tier, all about how I interpret Venus and Scorpio. Um, If you know me, you know that Scorpio is very near and dear to my heart. It is my moon sign. It's my midheaven. It is an energy that I connect deeply to. So I was very excited. I am very excited about this transit as she's just passed over all of my Libra energy and will activate my moon sign. Um, she'll meet up with the goddess Pallas Athena in my chart, my midheaven, Pluto. So there's just a lot of anticipation energy that's coming from this. But if you want to learn more, about what this means, uh, go ahead and join at the Follow the Planet tier. That is where I dedicate specific episodes and transit guides to the planetary shifts and movements. So that's one thing that we have to look forward to in September. And then Mars, who's been in Virgo, who's just been really helping us kind of anchor in and put action behind our to-do list, we'll move into Libra. And so Mars is also not so comfortable in Libra. So we're shifting from energies that have a lot of potency, a lot of power to placements where the planets are not necessarily the happiest. And for me, I have a lot of planets in their fall or in their detriment. I've made a post on this on my Instagram, so you can kind of go back and see what the essential dignities are, but ultimately it's where planets have power, where they're at home, where they're not so comfortable, where they've been exiled, where they just don't feel understood. And uh, I have Mars and Libra. And so for me, this is like, it's almost like passive aggressive energy. Mars rules Aries. And so Mars wants to be a go-getter, just that action-oriented, you know, aim second, fire first, right? Where it doesn't really think before it acts, it just goes, it has this fire. And so when in Libra, it can't just think about himself. Mars can't just be focused on Mars. We take into consideration other people's energy and other people's mood and other people's you know, situations and feelings when in Libra. That's really when we experience the first opposition in the Zodiac. And so Mars in Libra is like, oh, I want to go do this, but I also have to balance and make sure that, you know, this is kind of copacetic for other people in my life. And so, you know, anytime we have these planetary shifts, we feel it on a collective level and we feel it in our chart. And that's really what 
I want to start illuminating with my Patreon. Not only are we following the moon, which I'm working on creating entire worksheets around, you know, homework for that, like how our cosmic curriculum, like how do we how do we use this practically? And then we zoom out a little bit and we follow the sun and that happens every month. And then we zoom out even more and we follow the planets. And then, so those are the tiers of the Patreon. If you've been wanting to learn about astrology and not just like, okay, here's the Zodiac, here are the planets. Well, yes, I do that. And I'm able to teach that. I really am focusing on teaching. How do we embody this? How do we make this so enmeshed and so ingrained in our daily life that it just becomes part of who we are? Astrology becomes a language that we can speak and, you know, a tool that we can use that is so precise and so accurate and so fun. If anything, it's just, it's fun for me. It's fun to understand what's going on cosmically and how you know, how we can use that to really enhance our everyday life, how we can reflect, how we can set intentions, how we can be more discerning with our energy, more intentional with our day, more spiritually connected, but also rooted in the practicality of what it means to be human, how we can access and utilize our cosmic DNA and become you know, super connected to our cosmic team. I'm really stuffy right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to like open up my airways and practice and breath work and uh, do my morning ritual. I just, and that's the thing, like, right? Every, every morning, starting our morning with ritual, starting our morning with a connection to what's going on, feeling into the energy, feeling into where the moon is and what it's doing in our chart and how we can utilize this to really unpack and understand, you know, the energy flow of the day. So to recap, as I take a deep breath, ugh, yum, love this. I just took a sip of coffee. You get the real raw I'm just not even going to cut it out. (sighs) Finding magic in the mundane. Reflecting on Virgo season. Shifting from perfection to improvement. Shifting out of this heavy loaded to-do list to a more routine, more ritualized, more intentional interaction with our day setting our to-do list, of course, like, don't get me wrong. Virgo is like, I still want to do things. I still want, you know, to get things done and to be productive and to illuminate the goddess energy within us. But we don't need to be so hard on ourselves. Can you be real with yourself without being hard on yourself? Can you tap into that divine receiving energy and receive the gifts and the love that you need? And if you feel like receiving is difficult, start by giving, giving a compliment, giving your time, giving money, giving your energy, giving someone a safe space to connect. We often think about giving in just, you know, monetary types of ways. 
but there are so many ways to give. We can give back to the earth. We can give back to ourselves. We can give ourselves time to ground and to receive the medicine and the energy that we need without feeling guilty, to really slow down, to take the deep breath and to allow that energy, that life force energy, right? We're really cultivating our own life force energy with Venus moving into Scorpio, giving us a little bit of a preview of what's to come in Scorpio season, but also with the moon in Scorpio right now, really diving deeper into our subconscious, into the patterns, into the shadow so that it can be healed and released and, you know, maybe removing the anchor that Scorpio can kind of drop down and moving, you know, I'm picturing a boat on a lake or yeah, just, it's like we can move, we can, we can transition. We don't have to be so fixed we have a lot of different modalities happening in the sky. There's mutable energy with Virgo, Mars, and the sun. There's cardinal energy with uh, Mercury right now and Pluto and Capricorn. There's fixed energy with the moon and Venus moving into uh, Scorpio and then Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. And so we're utilizing all of the elements. We're utilizing all of the modalities to really feel into the multitude of, you know, different energy forces that we can connect to. And I think that that's just so beautiful and so profound. So we've got some cosmic shifts happening. If you want to follow along, join on Patreon. Those tiers are updated, uh, ready for people to join. That is really where my heart and soul is being put into. So if you are a part of the Patreon, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're thinking about joining, now is the time. There's so much to come. And I'm just so excited to be on this journey, to be following my heart, to be following my moon, to experience a, a lunar return in the next coming day, and to really just continue on this path of you know, sacred devotion to self and utilizing the cosmos in a way that's really practical, that helps us rise into our highest cosmic expression. So from this sleepy <laughs> Libra, Scorpio moon cap rising, I'm sending you all of my love. I'm sending you permission to rise, permission to step into your highest cosmic expression, permission to follow the moon and follow your heart into whatever it is that you want to do and granting you access and all of the love to find the magic in the mundane. That's your homework. Also find out where Venus will be transiting through your chart and kind of, you know, see what energy may be coming up. If you want more guidance on that, again, Patreon is where, where you'll find that we'll be doing community nights. We'll be doing you know, sacred rituals in devotion to Venus. I think that now is really the time to anchor in and to connect with community. Um, there's just so much, so much space and so much room to grow. And as we walk into, you know, the depths of the unknown and the earth starts to prepare for her slumber, know that I am right by your side, holding your hand, leading the way, uh, with you right beside me is the only way that I want to do this. So 
join me in Patreon, follow along on the podcast page, follow the Moon Podcast or Tiffany Rising. There are a lot of changes coming down the pipeline, a lot of new services that I'm working on. So, you know, keep your eye out for that. But the ways you can work with me right now, I do offer readings. I'm going to start restructuring those, but natal chart readings, transit readings, full moon, new moon readings. Uh, you've heard it. I'll say it one more time. Follow the moon Patreon. We've got four tiers available. And uh, really, that's the place where the magic is being cultivated, the container that I'm really focusing on. Um, if you find this podcast helpful, a review would mean the absolute world to me. I will start to read them on the show. If you have questions, comments, things that you want to learn about, you can reach me at tiffanyrising16 at gmail.com. Uh, send your emails. You can also send them through my DM. I would love to connect. I would love to create a wider community where we're all just focused on rising into our highest cosmic expression. So until next time, I love you all. Mwah.